0: Hi listeners and fellow adventurers, this is Living in the Sprawl's lovely and talented fiancé slash producer, Lisa Lowe, here to tell you about Every Table, which I have enjoyed for the past few months. I work a full-time job outside of producing this podcast, so my days typically start at 4 a.m. to exercise, work a full day, cook, clean, and work on this podcast, all while trying to get to bed by 9 p.m. Like many of you, there aren't always enough hours in the day to do it all so I do rely on food delivery that requires little to no prep, is healthy, cost-effective, and most importantly, delicious. Every Table's mission is to transform the food system to make fresh and nutritious food accessible to everyone, everywhere. They offer fresh, made-from-scratch, ready-to-eat meals that start at $5 each. For the Los Angeles foodies out there, Meal options also include a curry chicken from Trap Kitchen and a Creole chicken grain bowl from Post and Beam. I have ordered just about every meal they offer and can tell you that I have not had one that I did not enjoy and would not order again. Every table is offering our listeners two free meals and free delivery when you use the code SPRAWL, S P R A W L, on your first subscription order. I will put the link in the show notes and on our website at livinginthesprawlpodcast.com. Be sure to tag us and every table in your social media posts and let us know what you think. And now, your humble correspondent and this week's episode.
1: Hello, and welcome to another installment of Living in the Sprawl, Southern California's most adventurous podcast. I am your humble correspondent and host. My name is John Steinberg, sitting alongside my lovely and talented producer slash fiance, a woman whose talents are seemingly unlimited. And we are thrilled to present to you a special episode where we kind of let you behind the curtain, if you will. We reveal to you our 10 favorite true crime podcasts that are set in sunny Southern California. When we first got together, Lisa and I ferociously tore through narrative podcast after narrative podcast. uh, And it was really one of the first shared interests that brought us together. So it was through our mutually shared fondness for some of these true crime narrative podcasts that we discovered that we wanted to do one of our own. Now, we do have some ideas, one specifically for your quintessential 10 episode. Each episode is roughly 45 minutes to an hour and we are telling one prolonged story throughout all 10 episodes of the series that will be coming to you at some point in the near future. That was never what we aspired to achieve with this wonderful podcast of ours. We see this as something of a launching pad. We want to inspire you the way that Southern California has inspired us. And so with each episode, we offer different vantage points by which you can enter this shared affection for the region with us. Before we begin our summarization of our favorite 10, we do want to thank everyone out there for their continued support for the show. And we wanted to announce that we are on Patreon as well as PodFan now. Stay tuned in the forthcoming weeks as we put together a comprehensive plan for bonus content that we will be offering for our tremendous Patreon supporters. But we did want to announce we are on both of those platforms. And as is always the case, we greatly appreciate any penny, any kind word. Anything that you can do to support what we are trying to put out into the world is, again, enormously uh, appreciated by both Lisa and myself. That being said, let's get to it. We've got the 10 most enthralling narrative true crime podcasts that are set within the bounds of sunny Southern California. At number 10, have you seen this man? Now, this comes to us by way of ABC Studios and host Sonny Hostine. I listened to this one a number of months ago. And if you'd asked me after, let's say, the third episode, will this ultimately make it onto the top 10 for that particular episode, I would have answered in the negative. However... This is a true onion of a story. You keep peeling back a layer and discovering something new. And by the time the curtains come down on this tale, my jaw was touching the floor. I was aghast, flabbergasted, and thought to myself, well, it's kinda like the Shawshank Redemption if both Morgan Freeman and Tim Robbins I'm saying it as if I don't know their characters' names. I do. Red and Andy Dufresne were both severely guilty before their escape. Spoiler alert for Shawshank Redemption folks that haven't seen that film. So this is the story of Lester Eubanks, a gentleman from the Ohio area who was sentenced to basically life in prison for murdering a young woman. In the late 1960s, as is told to us in terrific detail, Eubanks was given a weekend furlough and subsequently escaped without a trace until there was a trace. And as the story continues on and the episodes drop, the audience comes to learn that Eubanks developed an entirely new existence right here in Southern California, the Los Angeles area, Gardena, and I won't spoil any more of this juicy, sordid saga. We highly recommend. Number 10, Have You Seen This Man? Number 9, Hell and Gone Season 3. Though the first two seasons of this highly engaging podcast are definitely worth your time, the first season chronicles a very personal story for reporter Catherine Townsend and connection that she had to a young woman who was murdered in Arkansas. It's season three where Townsend's reporting put her squarely on our map. In season three, we hear the disturbing, often covered, but rarely understood story of Matrice Richardson, a young woman who was acting erratically, not my word, it's the kind of the word of the official documents, at a restaurant in Malibu. Authorities were called Richardson was taken into custody, only to be released a couple hours later into the wee hours of the deep Malibu night. Richardson, who was a native of Los Angeles, but a different portion of the city, wound up going missing. And her body was subsequently Recovered a couple miles away from the Lost Hills Sheriff Station where she'd been released. So, though this story has been covered in a number of different podcasts, this encapsulation of the story, I think, does a magnificent job of touching on all the angles that interested parties would want to learn more about since Richardson was found in a massive, also convoluted, part of the hills over Malibu. The terrain is explored in great detail to see what might have potentially happened to the victim. And though Townsend is not a native of Southern California, she is able to connect with the region and... Brings this story to life through interviews and top notch investigative reporting. There are a number of one off podcasts, again, that have dealt with this particular story, but this multi episode narrative version is what we would like to highlight and suggest that you check out. So, Helen Gone, season three. The story of the disappearance and tragic death of Matrice Richardson. At number eight, California City, which came to light from the good folks over at LAist. The host of the program is Emily Guerin. And the show focuses on a story that I was completely ignorant of. No knowledge whatsoever. So California City, as I was to learn, thanks to this podcast, is a city, I almost want to put the word city in quotation marks, but in any case, that uh, is located a couple hours north of Los Angeles, outside of Lancaster and Palmdale, that has pretty much been uh, boondoggle for decades now the actual land within the quote-unquote city is in totality the fourth largest in the entire state. And folks have been promised that it would be on this ridiculously large swath of land that fortunes were to be made, homes were to be built, and a new Los Angeles or Las Vegas was only a short distance away in the not-too-distant future. And yet, lured to California City by predatory land speculators, hundreds upon hundreds of people have been swindled out of hard-earned money with the promise of a large fortune not too far away in their future. The reporting in this series is again stellar and what Emily Guerin does here is by presenting her audience with a verifiable firsthand account from step one until the end of how the scheme kind of works it has the effect of really getting listeners on board with the plight of the victimized So on paper, it's pretty simple. Lots of land in the Mojave Desert. At some point, people will want to build on it, and when they discover that the land is already spoken for, they will have to pay the owner of said land a pretty penny in order to build on it. Except that when you actually go to California City, and spoiler alert for a forthcoming episode, I did, Lisa and I did, go to California City. When you arrive, you discover it's kind of a wasteland. It's not that far removed from Mad Max Fury Road. Certainly no Las Vegas in sight. So it's through the aforementioned personal testimonial portions of the podcast that are melded with deep historical research, that this story of a modern-day get-rich-quick scheme comes to life. And I guarantee when you hear the story of California City, you will never forget about California City, whether you want to or not. So you should start here with this podcast. Number eight, California City. Number seven, The Dating Game Killer, which comes to us by way of Wondery, whose offerings have included Billionaire Boys Club, Murder in Hollywood Land, The Wonderland Murders, and they are fairly prolific when it comes to releasing podcasts that qualify for this particular episode, though I could have selected any number of those, I think that this one is the strongest. Now, I hesitated because when you've got a podcast called The Dating Game Killer, and it tells the story of Rodney Alcala, his crimes, and his life, there's always the push and pull argument of, hey, are we turning this awful human being into a celebrity? And I never want to endorse making public figures out of the dregs of society. But the rules of the game are more or less set, and I didn't create them, and I would not be able to single-handedly tear them down either. So, for the sake of survival, we salute the podcast for what it is. In other series, big-name actors like Timothy Oliphant, are brought in to assist in telling a lot of these largely Southern California-based stories. For this particular series, Stephen Lang comes in, and many of you might know him as the blind gentleman from the horror film Don't Breathe, Or the aggro military captain in Avatar. And Lang, along with Tracy Patton, do an unbelievable job of taking us back. Back to a world without computers, cell phones, where it was significantly easier to hide amid the sprawl. Where someone like Rodney Alcala could have operated as a bona fide serial killer for quite some time before being brought to justice for his dastardly crimes. If you want to start with the world of Wondery, we recommend uh, beginning here with the story of the dating game killer Rodney Alcala. We think you'll like what you hear. Number six, Root of Evil, brought to us by the folks at Cadence 13 in conjunction with TNT. This is the story of George Hodel, the Hodel family, and their possible implied involvement with the murder of Elizabeth Short, a.k.a. the Black Dahlia. This was also the basis slash companion piece to... TNT's limited series, I Am the Night, which starred Chris Pine. This one, Lisa and I had an opportunity to hear a couple years ago now, but it stayed with me ever since, most notably, every time I find myself on Franklin Avenue near the John Sowden house, where the events chronicled in this story largely take place. This series focuses on a theory in contrast to some of the other shows that we've discussed here. The assertions, at least the main one in this story, can never be proven. However, in addition to the Hodel family and their possible connection to Elizabeth Short, there's one hell of a story with the family itself itself. One that touches upon themes of abuse, incest, and of course, murder. Real quickly, George Hodel, who was a prominent Los Angeles doctor at the time of Elizabeth Short's slaying, had a reputation for getting into some particularly wild stuff while residing at the aforementioned John Soudenhouse. House. And it's through interviews and the participation of his son, who wound up being a Los Angeles police officer for many, many years, that the crux of the theory comes to life. George Hodel's son does... Indeed, believe that his father was the man who took the life of the Black Dahlia. But again, that is really just the opening salvo to a much larger, broader story that will have you hooked as you listen in the car, on the way to work, on a jog, or on the treadmill. It's podcasts such as Root of Evil that hooked. Lisa and I, to the platform in the first place, and we think it might do the same for you guys as well. Number five, Cutthroat Incorporated, brought to us by ABC with lead reporting from Matt Gutman. This is the tale of Chris Smith, a tech millionaire that went missing from his home in Laguna Beach. I was desperate to find some narrative podcasts uh, that were not based in Los Angeles, and this one immediately sprang to mind. Again, a story with which I was completely unfamiliar, and one that had all the requisite elements of your classic 2020-style true crime tale. Money, beautiful people, divided loyalties botched business dealings and of course a yacht sailing through the ocean. Chris Smith was reported missing only for it to be discovered that he wasn't actually missing. He was sailing the world with his beautiful former playboy centerfold fiance. Had Smith really vanished? in search of a larger truth sailing the high seas? Or was there something darker behind his sudden disappearance? Well, the folks at ABC, Matt Gutman, they do a magnificent job of outlining exactly what happened to Mr. Smith. If this were a feature film, it would be... One of those movies that you see, and when asked about it afterwards, you'd say, yeah, that was really good. People would say, yeah, well, what what exactly did you like about it so much? Well, it was just really well done. Honestly, good story, really well done. The pacing, the plot, it just all came together. A truly solid entry in the world of narrative true crime stories that just so happens to have taken place in Orange County with the office building, the main participants shared, located in San Juan Capistrano and the home of Chris Smith in Laguna Beach. So if you're interested in a great Orange County set, true crime story, check out Cutthroat Incorporated. Number four, but this had a chance to come in at number one. This is the series entitled Charles Manson's Hollywood from Karina Longworth and her You Must Remember This podcast. This came out a number of years ago now, long before the release of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and the renewed public interest in the crimes of the Manson family, uh, long before the Tom O'Neill book, Chaos and the rekindled fascination with the crimes of the legendarily awful cult leader. But it's through Karina Longworth's telling of those events in 1969 and years prior that the story really came to life for me. She is a virtuoso storyteller. I would invite any and everyone to read her book about the terrible human being who was Howard Hughes, who like half of the West side of Los Angeles seems to be named after, and her voice and capacity to document a series of historical events pays off in tremendous ways as... She takes listeners into the world of late 1960s Los Angeles, the world that bred Charles Manson and his family of acid-taking dropouts, Manson's connections to Dennis Wilson, Terry Melcher, and the tragic turns that took place in the days leading up. Two the events of August 1969 are captured and expanded upon to phenomenal effect here. Just as a quick aside, the first time that my lovely and talented fiance and I ever went out on a date after eating a blackluster meal at an establishment in Calabasas, I asked her if she wouldn't mind stopping at Spawn Ranch. She had no idea what I was talking about, so I said, hey, could I put this podcast on to kind of bring you up to speed on the story so that you will have an idea of what we're about to see? She consented, and the rest was history. And so I credit Charles Manson's Hollywood, as told to us by Karina Longworth of You Must Remember This, with a hockey assist for helping me meet the love of my life. Number three, season one of Dirty John, presented by LA Times and told to us by host and reporter Christopher Goffard. So this one takes place in my hometown, Newport Beach. It's the story of John Meehan, who came into the life of the Newell family. Presented himself as a successful medical professional looking for love and companionship until it all came crumbling down, of course. This is the kind of gateway podcast that I'd recommend for anyone interested in turning a friend or family member onto the medium in the first place. I had a chance to play this for my mother. It was the first big narrative podcast that she ever listened to. And now every time we get together, I offer her recommendations for what she should be listening to when she probably wouldn't be interested in the platform otherwise. This also began the trend of podcast to the screen that we've seen in the past couple years. Examples including Homecoming on Amazon and Limetown with Jessica Biel. If you look in the iTunes top 200 charts, even today you will see Dirty John featured somewhere. This podcast truly seems to have all the ingredients necessary for a successful true crime narrative series. The television show is actually pretty well done. I was surprised, didn't have the highest of expectations for the show, but no, it is actually fairly impressive. But if you want to see where the origins of the podcast to screen emanate from, then I suggest... Checking out season one of Dirty John. They did release a season two. Of course, I've listened to it and watched the subsequent television show, which came afterward. Compelling, certainly an intriguing story, but ultimately season two didn't offer the payoff, I would say, that we got in the first season. So, yep, we suggest Dirty John season one. Number three, On Living in the Sprawls, 10-10 enthralling true crime narrative podcast set in sunny Southern California. Number two, the first season of To Live and Die in LA, hosted by New York Times bestselling author Neil Strauss. I've listened to season two of this program as well, but it's season one that really merits inclusion on this collection of fantastic podcasts. For those of you who are unacquainted with Neil Strauss and his work, I've been a fan of his nonfiction books for quite some time. When I was in college, I read the book on Janet Jameson, the one on Marilyn Manson, and in my opinion, one of the best rock biographies ever written his classic the dirt the story of motley crew do not watch the netflix movie it's god awful but the source material is tremendous Unfortunately, he also wrote the book The Game about pickup artists and all of that. Maybe the less said about that, the better here. For this inaugural season of the show, Strauss tells us the story of Adia Shivani and her boyfriend Chris Spotts. Shabani went missing from her Hollywood home with Spots being the prime suspect. I hesitate to use phrases like hair on the back of my neck stood up and edge of your seat, blah, 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 blah. Take all of those absurd superlatives that you might have seen on the front of movie posters with written by Peter Travers of Rolling Stone at the bottom and keep them in mind for this podcast. It hits all of those boxes. Do not Google the story and spoil things for yourself. The twisting narrative on display here is pretty breathtaking in terms of the places that it goes and the truths that it exposes about its participants. The storytelling here is first rate with chapter breaks being inserted to offset and help to structure pace. And I personally found it inspiring that a gentleman whose work I was very familiar with decided to lend his talents to this medium. It's podcasts like To Live and Die in LA, that help to remind me and hopefully many of you what's possible here. This is still the Wild West and what a podcast can be, what it can achieve, all of that is still being excavated and made reality by creative men and women willing to explore that uncharted frontier. Here, a young woman, in an abusive relationship, goes missing from her apartment in Hollywood, and Neil Strauss plays an updated mock version of Philip Marlowe as we find out what happened to the young woman. To Live and Die in L.A. was a Michael Mann movie, and then a Tupac song, and now I would use the word... Iconic to describe the podcast brought to us by Neil Strauss. Okay, number one, Your Own Backyard from Chris Lambert. Doubling down on what I said during our discussion of To Live and Die in L.A., this series demonstrates the unusual power held within the hands of podcasting. Kristen Smart was a Cal Poly San Luis Obispo college student who went missing after a college party with the last person, Paul Flores, who was seen with her, left as the main suspect. For many years, in the wake of Smart's disappearance, community members and individuals across the globe, really, have found themselves invested in the story of what happened to her. It was because of this podcast that now we all know. I won't spoil what has transpired since the release of this show, but Lambert's contributions to the case have led to the arrest of a culprit. Without the show, it's quite possible that the man responsible for Smart's disappearance would have avoided prosecution for the rest of his life. But thanks to your own backyard, he now sits in a jail cell. The reporting in this series is worthy of a Pulitzer to the point where, after listening to it, I actually asked my fiancé, are podcasters eligible for Pulitzers? And you know what? They really should be. That's all I'll say about this one. For the more that I leave out, the more rewarding of an experience it will be when you listen to all that is discussed on your own backyard. All right, so that does it for another episode of Living in the Sprawl. We do invite you to interact with us, we love hearing from you. I mentioned an email that we got from a listener with a suggestion for a topic last week. That's going to be covered on next week's installment of the show. If you do want to reach out to us with questions, comments, suggestions for a possible subject, please do that by writing us at living in the sprawl podcast, gmail.com interact with us on Instagram. Our handle is living in the sprawl podcast. Go to our website, And you can see a lot of the photographs that my lovely and talented producer and I have taken at many of the spots that we've discussed, as well as other stories and related content concerning topics that. We're dealt with on the show. You can go to our website, Living in the Sprawl Podcast. And as mentioned at the top of the show, we are now on Patreon. Any and all contributions are tremendously appreciated here. Again, we are working diligently to come up with some phenomenal content for our Patreon subscribers Keep an eye on our website and an ear on the podcast for details regarding all of that. And on behalf of my aforementioned lovely and talented producer, Lisa Lowe, I am your humble correspondent and host. My name is John Steinberg. Thanking you again for listening to another episode of Living in the Sprawl, Southern California's most adventurous podcast. See you next time.